Welcome to Lead for Clarity, where we help you, your team, and your organization get to their next level by focusing on what matters. My name is Shondell Sutherland, and I'm here with my ever-so-lovely co-host, Melanie Montgomery, and my ex-co-host, current husband, <laughs> Scott Sutherland, is in the podcast today. It's nice to have you back. It's good to be here. Thanks. Yeah, it's been a while. Too long, Scott. Too long. <laughs> I agree. Well, today we are talking about the last stage in the process called profit. And when I was asking Melanie, who is an example of a client who really did well in profit? And she said, Scott. And I, my Scott? She's <laughs> like, yes, you're Scott. And the backstory of that is Melanie took Scott through a 12-week coaching program and then even beyond that. And we cannot uh, speak more highly, I think, of that 12-week program uh, to get people to the next level. And Scott, you were one of the first people to go through it and really had some incredible results. Yeah, I really appreciated it. Of course, let's not act too surprised that I actually <laughs> got to that profit stage. And and really, it was a, a pretty remarkable experience for me. And Melanie, I, I thank you for for taking me through that and holding me accountable, which really was, I think, everything in helping me get to the, the point where I could accomplish the goals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I appreciate you being my guinea pig, Scott, because you were the <laughs> first one through it and we definitely worked out some kinks together. Absolutely. But, in the, but it's cool because in that profit stage, that is where we, we're not perfect, but we're accomplishing the message. So in each one of these stages, our listeners have been hearing what the action is, and we have it in that act format. And the A is accomplish the mission. The C is convey appreciation and celebrate. And T is tackle the next point or challenge. And so I do think, as I understood what the mission was and the goals that you set out, that you did indeed accomplish them. But I'm going to let Melanie walk us through that. And then maybe I can be the final judge as the wife and not the co-host of the show. Yeah, definitely. So one thing that I was really grateful to Scott for is that he showed up and he gave his entire heart and soul to the process. So at the very beginning, what we started with is goal setting. And so we started talking through what are your goals going to be and, you know, going through that smart goal process. And Scott said that he wanted to really improve in his role within Shondell Group of, of serving as the, our COO. And he felt like he wasn't quite meeting the mark. Over the next few sessions, we started digging into that of what actually is the root cause of you feeling like you're not meeting that mark? Like what is getting in the way of you being successful within that role and um, having the success that you want? And so after a lot of conversation, a lot of discussion, a lot of openness, which I really appreciated, we got to a point where what was getting in the way was Scott had a fear of failure. In hard situations, he had a hard time challenging himself and putting him outside of his comfort zone because it was scary and it was hard. And so we ended up building a goal around stepping outside of your comfort zone, overcoming that fear of failure. And I was so impressed by Scott. The first week that we checked in on the goal setting, he had a week to really think about and, and work through his goals. He came to be with multiple examples of having hard conversations, doing things he didn't want to do, challenging himself. And as we went 
along through the process, it was like he had more examples than we even had time for. He was seeing a lot of success. And by the end of that that process, that was just part of who he was. He didn't really have to like try as hard to do it. Like it still he had to put the effort in, of course, but he was leaning into those moments so naturally because he had built that muscle. And when I think about profit, what I think about is when you have that pain point and you work through the whole process, when you get to profit, that's when that pain point or that thing that you're working through becomes part of who you are. It becomes something that you lean on that you don't have to intentionally do. And that's what I saw in Scott was that by the end of of our journey, he really was just doing it consistently without having to say, okay, Scott, we're going to do this. It's hard. And, you know, talking himself through it, it was just, this is who I am now. And to me, I feel like that was the most inspirational thing that I could see as a coach, as a colleague, as a friend. And I'm just so proud of Scott and all that he's accomplished. And I know that was very long-winded, but (laughs) I'm excited to have him here to share because since that journey that we took together, he's really blossomed. He's fulfilled. I see him happy every day. He's taking on new challenges. And I just see that part of him really encouraging him to be his true authentic self and find happiness and fulfillment in all that he does. Mm. Yes. That was uh, very flattering. And I appreciate every word you said. Yeah, thank you. I do think that fear of failure was something that I have had a lifelong struggle with, in fact. And if you don't ever really try it, something in your mind, you might think that, well, how can I fail if I never really try? Mm -hmm. So it's like a psychological thing that I think that I had to overcome that and insert myself into areas of unfamiliarity or difficulty. And, And one of those things definitely is having difficult conversations but then finding out that really what in the end did I did I really fear? Because every single time what I thought might happen as something really a disastrous outcome never actually came to fruition. So I really realized that really my my fear wasn't accurate. And so once I realized that and I embraced these challenges, I experienced a tremendous amount of growth and actually a lot of satisfaction. I love that, Scott. And that makes me so happy as someone that cares about you to see that happiness. I'm curious if you can share what's changed for you now that you've reached that profit stage, that this is part of your life. How do you see things differently now than they were at the beginning when we were just figuring out that pain point? I think what I really came to a realization of, and I'm I'm glad that that you didn't say that in the end, Scott, it just seems like you're a bad fit for Shondell Group and maybe you should quit. <laughs> no. So what, what did come to my realization was that, yeah, maybe I'm actually not the right person for the job, but you are, Melon. <laughs> you know what? I am so grateful for that because I think you are right for that job. And you know what? I'm right for a different job. That's right. And so... Uh, I think coming to that realization was really important and not only for Shondell Group, but for me. And now I, I feel very fulfilled in the things that I get to do on a daily basis. And so 
buying this uh, bowling center that we now own, I get to basically run this place from the pin setter to the kitchen. And I like involving myself in all different facets of, of the business. And it is very fulfilling to me because I actually get to be a part of people's lives. Mm-hmm. I get to see people come in and enjoy themselves. That's so much different from dentistry of what I used to do. And then being behind a computer with Shondell Group wasn't that fulfilling either, unless I was face to face with clients and doing debriefs. Yeah. I love that. And actually that filled my tank. Those were wonderful moments. And and I still do, and you still that, to do that upon <laughs> request. So, you know, I, I get to kind of now experience the best of all worlds. So for me, I think I'm I'm living a really good life right now. And and we're pastoring a church and talk about inserting myself into unfamiliar areas and taking on difficulties all the time. I get to embrace that pretty much on a daily basis. And and I don't shy away from it. I think that's the key that I've noticed. You don't shy away. We'll have a lot of issues that have to be dealt with. And Scott is not going, oh, I don't want to deal with that. He does not resist taking on hard things. And when there are difficult things in the community, he is going to be the one that is going to deal with it. And that is so amazing and so relieving. And I I love that in the profit, after you accomplish a goal, convey the appreciation and celebrate, the T is tackle the next pain point or challenge and purposely identify what's next. And I feel like that has been the real benefit of Scott doing so well in the profit stage that he accomplishes goals with you, Melanie, because he is purposely looking at what is the next challenge. And I don't think that was that was maybe uh, intentionally before. What do you think? No, never. I, yeah, I, I think I, I just tried to find the path of least resistance most of the time, most of my life. And, and now I don't know, I, I find myself oftentimes enjoying swimming against the current and, and just being used where where my talents are better suited. And so and I feel like I've, I've really found that and, and I, I'm enjoying what we're doing now. Yeah. Lot. It's so wonderful as a wife to share that with you, mm-hmm. you know, someone who is willing to do that and go for it. If it, it just feels so empowering for me to not have to do that all the time. Having this opportunity to embrace new challenges and also the social aspect of, of what we get to do is, is super important at the same time. So I kind of really am, am enjoying it all. That's awesome. I love hearing all of that. And I love how you've really implemented that in all aspects of your life. A lot of time when we look at growth or coaching or any of these different pieces, we're looking at through the lens of how do I become a better leader? But ultimately, when we start doing the work, it may start as I'm going to get better at my job or I'm going to do this more effectively. But it ends up affecting every aspect of our lives because really leadership development is about becoming the best version of yourself so that people want to follow you. And that takes hard work that you're doing, that you've done. And I'm curious if you could speak a little bit to how has this helped you outside of your profession, outside of what you're doing in that daily basis? And maybe Shondell, you might be able to shed a little bit of light on this because I know that you've seen his growth from your perspective. I certainly can. I will see, um, like even Angel, we love our little bowling alley. He calls it a bowling center. 
It's a stretch. But um <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> we aren't big enough to be a bowling center. But I really see like there are hard conversations you have to have, you know, and I never have to even say it twice. He is over there. He is making sure that all of the staff is safe, that uh, the customers are safe, that there is just this overall feeling of peace being around him. And I would even say when I met you, he was more of a peacekeeper, like just keep the peace. And now he is a real peacemaker, meaning he will go into the conflict to make sure that there's peace. And he will go into an area that is stormy, if you will, emotionally, and bring it to a place of serenity. And so I love that part of him because he's, I would believe that that is who he is. He is a peacemaker and you don't make peace by avoiding it. Shondell, I definitely see that of Scott just diving in and really navigating those hard conversations where before I know he was a little bit nervous to do so. One thing that we talked about at length was really making a point to be authentic. When we talked through that, that's something that I've been really working on. And it's not that I'm not a genuine person, but I didn't always tell people when they hurt my feelings. I didn't always tell people what I wanted and needed. And being authentic to me was, how do I show up and ask for what I need and be open with people? And that takes a lot of vulnerability. And I think that piece also fits in here of not just being a peacemaker, but also being able to advocate for your own wants and needs, tell people how you feel and build more genuine connections. Because when we hide those things, then people really don't see us, our full selves and that just helps our relationships grow where we really let people in you you just touched on something pretty pretty important for me and that was being authentic i i think what that came down to for me was that i don't think i ever really saw myself as a self with my own needs and desires wants and and so forth and More or less, I think because of that avoider imprint, I just never really wanted to rock the boat or or bring attention to myself or think that I deserve to be treated a certain way, which I I think really led to a lot of frustration in my life. And really, a lot of my own needs just never got met. So once I started to understand that, yeah, I am a self that has needs just as much as any other human has the right to, to have. I started to actually be authentic enough to actually ask for that and insist on it and and to be treated like a, a human being ought to be treated rather than an object. Mm-hmm. And I, I think what I really thought was that I was an object and I think I could be walked on and mm-hmm. or stepped over or walked around. Now that, that I'm not allowing people to treat me that way, that of course does come with a, a lot of growing pains because now that I'm feeling things so strongly about the fact that I I really do deserve to be treated better than this, I do find that I have some pretty heavy and strong emotions tied to that. And, And so knowing how to regulate my emotions is basically the growth goal that I'm on now mm-hmm. so that I can act mm-hmm. in accordance with proper human behavior So that, yeah, I really am a person who deserves to be treated kindly and fairly, just like anybody else. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, I, I think I've, I've stepped into that based on wanting really to be authentic because that really speaks to me that I am honest with myself and I am going to be honest with others. I love every part of what you just said, Scott. I think that it's so great to hear you frame it in that way. And I would imagine that so many of our listeners probably resonate with that. I know that I, you and I had a lot of conversations of this was a struggle of mine. And when I started asking for what I want and telling people what I need, relationships that were great in my life all of a sudden were amazing to the point that I didn't even think that I could have a relationship that great. I really appreciate you being so vulnerable and open with our listeners, with us to share those things because they're hard to share. And I'm curious if you can share what has changed in your relationships and in your world now that that you have this new mindset. Well, I can honestly say I, I've had to have some pretty difficult conversations with some people. And they weren't fun going into it because I knew the potential for a rift to occur here in the things that I'm going to say. This this either could go really well and, and they're they're gonna say, oh my gosh, I, I didn't even mean that. I'm I'm so sorry. But the actually that turned out to not be the case. And the, the person walked out and never returned. But you know, here's the thing. I actually was honest. I felt like I said exactly what needed to be said. I was very direct, but I also was kind. And I, I think that this person needed to hear this. Mm-hmm. And it was helpful for them mm-hmm. to hear it. I did what I could to try to make amends. And that person's just not there yet. Well, but yeah. I have had positive ones. I have had to have some tough conversations with some people. They received it incredibly well. And yeah, we're we're doing better than ever. I think that, that is a testimony to values. When you share the same values, you can have that kind of conflict. Mm-hmm. But when you don't share those same values, it do it doesn't go well at times, but it's a really good filter. You know, who do you want to invest in? And I think that's the power of this process. When we align values, we can get that kind of profit. And when not then we have to offer up some relationships that don't operate according to those core values. And I think that's okay. Yeah. When we set boundaries and when we ask for what we want and need, sometimes people in our lives don't want to abide by those things. I've learned the hard way. I have to say this enough is enough. And if you can't do these things, if you can't treat me with respect, then we need to just take a step back and there's no ill will. There's no anger. There's no negative feelings, but it's just, it's not a fit. But that's the clarity I believe that this process brings us is that we align our team, ourselves and the organization around values. And then we get the profit. Like Scott's talking about his life is 10 times better because he is honoring those steps. I've loved this conversation. I'm really curious if you can share with our listeners some of the tools and things that really helped you get from knowing the pain, figuring out your pain to moving into that profit stage. So I I would say, uh, first of all, it's really understanding and knowing yourself. I wanna start by saying the Clarity Report has uh, really helped me. So that's the the disc, the driving forces, and doing all those debriefs, I'm telling you, really helped ingrain that in me. 
understanding my Enneagram and I'm a nine. Mm. That was important because the nine tends to try to insert themselves and fit anywhere within all of Enneagram. And so you almost never know where the nine is or or where the nine is coming from. They're the chameleon. (laughs) And so for me, what I finally understood about that is that I am a peacemaker. I'm not a peacekeeper. I think that's part of the value in all of this is really knowing who we are. And when we do, embrace that. Because I I can sure pretend to be somebody else all day long, but it's never going to be very satisfying. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I embrace me, that's when fulfillment and satisfaction really can take place. So that's one. The second thing would be having an, an accountability partner, somebody who will hold you accountable and making sure that you write out all these goals and everything that you're setting out to do. I think once you have all this in place, you're going to get there. The journey, yeah, it's probably going to have obstacles along the way, of course, but those are muscle building moments in your life. And just like in, in working out, it's it's the same thing in life. And I think once we get through those certain muscle building moments in our life, we're stronger. Mm-hmm. And, and then we have a whole lot more to carry into the next one. That would be my two cents worth. And I appreciated the the process and going through that with you, Melanie. It was absolutely life-changing. Mm. Looks like we need to land the plane. So uh, Scott, what is the one thing that you would want our listeners to walk away hearing? Having gone through this cycle and being, you know, in the profit stage and now emerging into the pain, it's nice to have uh, the accomplishment, all the benefits of fulfilling the mission of meeting goals. And now when the next pain point comes, I feel confident that we're going to do incredibly well Mm -hmm. going into this next trip around the cycle. Yeah. And, And so for me, it's it's a valuable thing to go go into it with actual, really enthusiasm that, okay, this is going to be great. Yeah, yeah. What's your takeaway uh, that you want the listeners to hear, Melanie? My takeaway from today is to really lean into your growth. And just that reminder, when we're feeling uncomfortable, that's a sign of growth. Lean in, be authentic, lean into your values and that will really help propel you through this process so that you can have the profit like Scott is having. Yeah. And I would say mine is even as a wife, what it is when you work on your personal self and even in the professional realm, how you affect your family as much as yourself. And that's why I believe professional development is so key for everyone because I'm a recipient of everything we have talked about that our client, Scott, (laughs) went through. And I very much appreciate that. So we just want to thank you all for listening. We love our listeners. It's all about our listeners. And we want to hear from you about what kind of questions you have about going through the process. You can find us at shondellgroup.com. And as always, we encourage you to be the best you can be today. Bye-bye. Bye.